0: thank him this morning and say father thank you for the progress that you are giving us thank you because we are not stagnant we are moving higher and higher and it's from glory to glory in the name of Jesus let's thank him and appreciate him father we thank you lord we are very grateful for your blessing for your grace for your favor thank you lord Jesus because you are good be that be exalted in the name of Jesus. Come Oh 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 La <tries and singing> la <tries and singing> Com a Jesus com a sede, com a sede, com a sede, please raise your hands to him in worship father we worship you this morning nobody like you none like you none can be compared with you lord we worship you ancient of days we give you praise this morning answer our prayers let your people enjoy your joy. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and ask him for something this morning. Nobody can be compared to him. Rá, 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 And so, Father, take all the glory. Make this service a breakthrough service. Give us testimony. Let your children have joy, let them have fulfillment. Let this year be our year of answer prayers. Let there be breakthrough. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the church said the loudest, amen. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. On behalf of myself and the entire church, I want to thank you for the gift of these beautiful chairs. I never know they will be this beautiful. But we thank God that the chair is comfortable. is strong and beautiful. And we are very, very grateful. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your support. We pray that the Lord will continue to bless you. And move you forward in Jesus' name. I pray for every member of this church. You will not be stagnant. The Lord will make you progressive in your lives in the name of Jesus. I can see that the chair is beautiful, it's strong, it's good for all of us and many more will still join in Jesus' name. We are going to have it till it overflow. Every area of the church in Jesus' name. We appreciate you sincerely and we say God bless you. I have a way of thanking my member. You turn to the next one and say thank you so much for giving to the lord for the gift of this chair and we are sitting on one of you say i enjoy the chair thank you hallelujah okay we have dedicated the chair we have prayed that's a chair of blessing we have covered the chair with the blood of jesus so the chair is blessed already and as you are seated you are also blessed in the name of jesus hallelujah we are on a journey this month a journey Breakthrough, and all of us will enjoy breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Okay, but before I go into the service, I want to welcome our wonderful boy that is entering the church for the very first time, and our sister, Sister Latuluo, that has not been in church for some time because he was in our primary assignment ministry to the baby Akeola Baby Progress, you are welcome to church. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Let's clap for progress as he's entering the church. Hallelujah. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Anointing for breakthrough because breakthrough is important. All of us will enjoy breakthrough in Jesus' name. We will not struggle in vain in the name of Jesus. We will breakthrough. I can't hear your Amen. Amen. Okay, we are reading Isaiah chapter 45, verses 1 to 3, and Genesis chapter 18, verse 10 and 14. That is where I got that song from. Isaiah chapter 45, verses 1 to 3, and Genesis chapter 18, verse 10 and verse 14. And I want you to take it prophetically this morning. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Thus says the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holding, to subdue nations before him. I will lose the loins of kings to open before him the two leaf gates, and the gates shall not be shut. Hallelujah. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gate of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. I will give thee the treasures of darkness, hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I the Lord which called thee by name am the God of Israel somebody say a very heavy amen Amen. may your hand be anointed this morning may you not be withered in your hand may the Lord open before you the two leaf gates may you enjoy the hidden treasures of darkness may you have the hidden riches of secret places may you have a testimony that the lord your god is god hallelujah when god anoints you he anoints you for breakthrough he said to cyrus the one that i've anointed whose right hand i'm holding i will subdue before him the gate of iron i will cut anything that wants to stand against him asunder that's god talking i will give you the hidden treasures I'll give you the secret riches of the Gentiles. I will do this so that you may know that I'm God. He said, I have anointed him for this purpose. As I'm preaching here this morning, I'm saying to you by the Spirit of the Lord, God has anointed you for breakthrough. And you enjoy breakthrough in Jesus' name. I know you may not want to hear it. I'm saying it loud and clear. God has anointed you for breakthrough. And in your life you enjoy breakthrough in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter eighteen. Genesis chapter eighteen, verses ten and verse fourteen, because of my time I'm I, I'm jumping some verses. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, your wife, shall bear a son. And Sarah had it in the tent door, which was behind him. Sarah had it. God was speaking concerning Sarah. The first thing the angel asked, where is Sarah? And Father Abraham said, he's in the house. He said, I will suddenly return. By this time next year, Sarah, your wife, will carry a son." And Sarah had it. And the Bible says Sarah laughed. A sarcastic laughter. I don't know why she did that. But look at the reply of the angel in verse 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee. According to the time of life, by this time next year. And Sarah, shall have a son? And Sarah said, I I did not laugh. There is nothing God cannot do. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? No matter what you are facing this morning that looks so hard, God will make it simple in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't know what your prayer points are but there is nothing that is too difficult for the Lord. It will make it simple for you and you are going to have testimony in the name of Jesus. What are the things that make breakthrough possible in your life? If God says there is nothing I cannot do if God says I have anointed you for breakthrough if God says I will do this I will do that I will give you hidden riches I will give you hidden treasure what are the things that make it possible, that make it a reality in your life? And you must learn it and enjoy it and follow it. Number one, it is the spirit of faith in you. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in you which is called the spirit of faith. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 There is nothing God cannot do but there is a spirit in man that make it possible and that is the spirit of faith your best friend in life is the one that inspires your faith your worst enemy is the one that inspires your doubts it's not that they help you but they inspire your faith because anyone that inspires your faith is inspiring you into your greatness is increasing your joy no Fellowship after church is not only for gisting so that your faith will go down. Is for inspiration of faith. Faith is number one thing that makes breakthrough possible in your life. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 31. The Bible says, covet earnestly the best gift. One of the best gifts you can covet in life as a child of God is the spirit of faith. What is the spirit of faith? God will do it what is the spirit of faith is still possible what is the spirit of faith there's a way for me what is the spirit of faith all the time i'm appointed time will i wait on the is coming what is the spirit of faith the spirit of hope that is the spirit of faith Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 verse 21 i live by the faith of the son of god that loves me I do not live by my own income. I live by the faith of the Son of God. I believe God is going to show forth and grace factor will work for me. First 21. I do not frustrate the grace of God. What is the grace of God? Faith has been imparted unto you. You cannot afford to live like an unbeliever. You have to live as a child of God, as a child of faith. That's why we come to God. Hebrews 11 verse 6. He that come to God must believe that he exists. And God is what? A rewarder of them that seek him. As we are seeking God this morning, your coming will not be vain. If we live as unbelievers, what is our hope? Convert earnestly the spirit of faith. Numbers chapter 14 verse 24. I have heard all that is said against me. None of them will inherit it the land. They said they are going to die. As they said they would die, they will die. They say, I don't care. I will not also care for them. But listen, except Caleb, look at what he says in verse 24. But my servant Caleb, we see the land. Why? Because he has a different spirit in him. What gave Caleb breakthrough was the spirit that he carried. Spirit is an attitude. The spirit that you carry can show on your faces. The spirit that you carry. You can come with a spirit that is dejected, dejected, feeling that nothing is happening. Everybody will see it. And you don't know as you are sitting. You are transmitting negative spirits. And people are avoiding you. Because they know from your look what is going to come out of your, your mouth will be poisonous. They say, I'm trying to avoid you. I've been trying to avoid you since morning. Your mouth is negative. No, it is not your mouth, sir. It is your mind. Your mind is corrupt and poisonous. Pessimistic people are poisonous people. He said, but Caleb, he had another spirit in him. Look at what he says. And because of his spirit, he has followed me fully. He has followed me. When you have the spirit of God, following God will not be difficult. When you have a negative spirit, you even criticize God without knowing. That's what happened. Why are you not in church? You talk about somebody step on you, somebody abuse you. Say even pastor yourself, even God. I prayed to Him, He didn't answer last night. You will find a reason because you don't have the spirit of faith. When you carry the spirit of faith, you make breakthrough that God has prepared for you possible. Do you know at times when you don't have the spirit of faith, you don't see anybody that is willing to help you, even around you. It is the spirit of faith that helps you to see. But he has a, sp- he a different spirit in him and has followed me fully. I will bring him into the land where he went and his descendant also shall inherit it. Can you see that? One man's faith is affecting his children, is affecting his life. 40 years after this encounter, he was still as strong as the day they make this pronouncement on him. What kept him alive? His faith. The spirit of a man will sustain him in his infirmity. A man of broken spirit. A man without faith. Who can bear? When you don't have faith, nobody can help you. Breakthrough is possible. Where is the spirit of faith? Check your spirit. Things are not working because your spirit is not working. Things will begin to work the moment your spirits are working. People can doubt you. If you don't doubt yourself, there is hope for you. Look at what it says. In Mark chapter 9, verse 23, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. John chapter 11, verse 40, if you believe me, you will see the glory of God. That's what Jesus said to Mary mother, If you believe, you will have breakthrough. You can't believe God and be limited in life. Look at it again. Luke chapter 7 verse 23. Jesus said concerning John the Baptist that was beheaded, Blessed is the one that will not be offended in me. What does it mean to be offended in Christ? To doubt him. Why do I say this? Why do I say this? Mark chapter 6 verses 1 to 4. He could not do no mighty work because the people there were offended him. They doubted him. And he said, why? A prophet is certainly without honor among his own people. And he could not help them because they do not believe him. And in looked at the 7 verse 23 when they came and said, Are you the one to come or shall we expect another one? Are you the one to come or shall we expect another one? Put it there. Look chapter 7 verse 23. Jesus said, Blessed is the one that will not be offended in me. And blessed is he who is not offended. Amen. Now you are born again is not enough. Do you carry the spirit of offense? The spirit of offense is the spirit of fear. Is the spirit of doubt. Faithlessness. Do you no longer believe in prayer? Do you no longer believe in Bible study? Do you no longer believe in coming to fellowship? You say, I'm not going there. Oh, su sue me. That is the spirit of doubt. John the Baptist said, I heard about you. I was the one that announced you. Are you the one to come or not? Jesus said, I don't have answer. Just watch what you are saying. The lame are walking, the blind are seen. Blessed is the one that will not be offended in me. Put in verse 22 so that they can see it. Let's start from verse 22. Jesus answered to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear. The dead are raised. The pour out the gospel preached unto them. And verse 23 Blessed is the man that will not be offended in me. Raise your hands to him and say, Father, I receive the spirit of faith. I will not be offended in you. I will trust you all my life in the name of Jesus. Say one powerful amen. amen. Psalm 112 verse 7. Psalm 112 verse 7 says, You should not be what? afraid of evil tidings your heart should be feast trusting the lord in other words you should have a solid faith in the lord don't listen to negative news that will affect your faith close your ears to them choose what you decide to hear choose word that will feed your faith not word that will feed your doubts not words that will discourage you from praying. Not words that will discourage you from following God. Choose word. that right you desire to hear. Because when you are afraid, is a sign that you believe in evil. When you have faith, it's a sign that you believe in the love of God. You will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast. Trust in the Lord. You say, well, people may not have answers to their own prayer. But my own prayer will be answered. People may say, hey, what are you going to try to gain? People may not gain it, but me, oh, I will gain something. People may not have a result for following God, but me, I'm going to have a result for following God. That is the spirit of faith. That is the spirit of faith. It is the spirit of faith that guarantee breakthrough. He sent to a spy out to go and see the land they came back with evil reports and the people were afraid they believed in the evil report and they wept and they said to themselves God cannot take us to the promised land and they start saying negative things against the Lord they said, let us choose man that will lead us back into Egypt hello and God heard them God said I heard you I'm not deaf I'm not dumb I can see the way you are talking and most of the time when you talk negatively you think God is not hearing. you are praying to the same God you want him to hear You are spinning against him. You think he's not hearing. He said, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing. As we have said before, my hearing. That's what I will do. But I will spear Caleb and Joshua because he has another spirit. May the Lord give you the spirit of faith. Romans chapter 4, verse 16. He said, Every blessing of God is of faith so that I can be sure to all the seed. Every breakthrough available in the church. It's for people that have faith raise your hands to heaven raise your hand very high to heaven say Lord I receive the spirit of faith in the mighty name of Jesus I will enjoy breakthrough I will have answers to my prayers in the mighty name of Jesus while coming to church this morning will not be in vain in the mighty name of Jesus I am moving from glory to glory every day the blessing of God is upon me the glory of God is upon me I will not die prematurely in the mighty name of Jesus. I have testimony of breakthrough and favor from the Lord in the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Luke chapter 18 verse 1 and I think verse 11. Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to do what? And not to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to what? And not to faint. Jesus told his, told his disciples his story. He wanted to teach them that they must go on praying always. They must not get tired. You must not get tired or discouraged. Are you hearing me right now? Do you know there are some people in the church now? Even though they are in church, they are even discouraged following God. I said, "What oh, is so He said, "You should not get tired." And he was concluding. He said, "When the Son of Man shall come, will He find faith on the earth? Will He find faith on the heart? When the Son of Man shall come, number verse 11. Will He find faith on the heart? There was a from verse one to verse 10. He was saying there was a, a a woman that was going to the judge. Let's go through it from verse one. From verse 1, verse 18. Quickly. Then he spoke a parable to them that a man may always ought to pray and not lose heart. Verse 2, quickly, quickly. Saying, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God, nor regard man. Verse 3, quickly. Now there was a widow in that city and she came to join, saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. Verse 4. And he would not for a while. But after what he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard man verse 5 yet because this widow troubles me I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me verse 6 then the Lord said hear what the unjust judge said verse 7 and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him though he bears long with them Do verse 8 I tell you that he will offend them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man come, we really find faith. Everybody look at it. Look at what he's saying. God is equating praying to God with faith. When the Son of Man shall come, we really find people that have faith in him. We really find people that have faith in him on earth. Will people just come to church without expecting anything? Or will be expecting the blessing of God upon their lives? Praise God. Are you expecting anything from the Lord? Or you are just coming and say, I don't even care whether God can do anything or cannot do anything. When he comes, will he find faith on the heart? The most important thing that will be lacking in the heart in the air time is faith in God. People will be discouraged. That is why the spirit of faith is important for your breakthrough. You are going to help yourself and your destiny by sustaining your faith. Devil has decided to have you and to blow you away like shaft. Nevertheless, I've prayed for you that your faith fail they not. I pray for you today; your faith will not fail. In First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse thirty-two to thirty-nine. First Samuel, everybody, look up. First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse thirty-two to 34 then david said to saul let no man's heart fail because of him your servant will go and fight that's, Philistine. that's the spirit of faith let no man's heart fail because of this goliath your servant will go everybody heard what happened and what happened they were scared they were running away but david said no it is possible i will go and fight Look at what happened, verse 34. Put on verse 34. I want to see. We are going to 39. Be fast. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, verse 35, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from his mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by his beard and struck and killed it. Verse 36 your servant has killed both lion and bear. And these uncircumcised Philistines will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Verse 37, moreover David said, the Lord will deliver me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear. He will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And so said to David, go and the Lord be with you. When you have this spirit of faith, you will see so many people that are willing to encourage you. He said to him you cannot go because you are a young man at 17 and this man was a born warrior he has never missed any battle in his life there's no way you can fight him and succeed he said look I will not be discouraged because of his credential I will go and I will have victory I pray for you this morning no matter where you are fighting may you have victory amen. and you say amen very well amen. may you not be discouraged because of other credentials because I describe the reason why some of you don't do anything is because you feel that people have gone ahead of you. It does not matter. They might have gone ahead of you, but they have not taken away the road. Uh, a lot of people, we have so many of these. If you talk about engineers, we have them. There are too many in Nigeria. If you talk about doctor, there are too many. It does not matter. They will not take your own certificate. And they cannot take your own space. Your glory is there waiting for you. Nobody can take your glory. Hey, David said, No, 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 no. When he said, Why is this man talking like this? That was the first thing that he said. Why are you people afraid of him? His brother said, I know you are a very proud man. You have few flocks at home to go and watch over. Why have you come to this place at this time? You are talking like this. You are talking arrogantly. He said, What have I done? I'm only asking a question. What is the thing that will be given to a man that fight this man and win? Oh, he will be free from taxes. He will marry uh, the the Daughter of the, of the king, he said, No, no, I can do this thing. When he was saying it too much, they carried his word and reported it to the king. There's a boy here, there's a boy, un-dan-u. one of the signs of faith. When you see somebody that cannot talk about things he can achieve, he doesn't have faith. And they took him to the king and he said, Ah, sorry. The size, the figure, the look everybody commented on David look as contrary to somebody that can fight. Even the Gola had said it. He said, When he saw him, there is a handsome looking young boy coming with stick. He said, Ah, ah, Mosu, Mosu, no common must we not get and that was exactly what king Saul said He, he fed her. sorry thank you for your sin you cannot do it because that man that you are seen is a born warrior is a born warrior there is nothing he has ever done that he failed he is talented from birth to fight so please thank you you cannot do it david said let no man be afraid because of him i have killed lion I've killed beer. I will kill this one also. That's the sweet of faith. He was the one that encouraged him. His brother discouraged him. All right. What happened again? The king discouraged him. He refused to discourage himself. When he encouraged himself enough, the king then said, "Okay, wait. Let me put on you my armor." They put all the armor, all this sword, everything. They decorated him. They say, oh, "Yeah, march forward." The Bible says that he could not even move. Can you imagine somebody is going to fight? but he could not walk with it. he could not move. I say, ah, early, now. He did not say, oh, we will. He did not say It's because I'm not used to it. I will fight. You know, somebody when they ask you to wear something and you cannot wear, you begin to castigate yourself get discouraged. But if he said no, it's because I'm not used to it. Later, He was encouraging himself despite difficulty. That is the spirit of faith. Let me tell you something. Believe in your product. Believe in yourself. Don't let anybody discourage you. Possess the spirit of faith for you to have breakthrough. People will doubt you. They will tell you there is nothing that you carry. They will tell you cannot achieve anything. They will even expect you to fail and prophesy your failure. But you know what? Their words cannot determine your breakthrough. What determines your breakthrough is your faith. In yourself, in God, and in your product. You must have the spirit of faith. That was the number one thing that energizes David for victory. The spirit of faith will guarantee breakthrough. Because the spirit of a man will sustain him in his infirmity. No matter what you are going through, what people say, what the economy say, what matters is your spirit of faith. It will create a positive atmosphere around you that will guarantee your success in life. No matter what people give you, if you have the spirit of doubt, it will kill any potentials that you carry. And you find it difficult to succeed in life. Look, I can preach here from morning to night. If you don't have faith, I cannot help you. Somebody may not even be here to hear my message, but he believes in what he's doing. That person will succeed than somebody that is in church praying. It is the spirit of faith that determine breakthrough in life. I can do in spirit. We give you more breakthrough in life than you can ever imagine. That's why potential is not enough. Spirit of faith is number one. That guarantee breakthrough. Number two thing that guarantee breakthrough is the opportunity in your hand and the opportunity around you. Revelation chapter 3 verse 8. I have opened before you an open door which no man can shut. I have given you opportunity. Say God has given me opportunity. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 24. He said, opportunities before him that have understanding. There is opportunity. Some people think that because of the time they are born, they are disadvantaged. Some people think because they are young, they are disadvantaged. Some think because they are old, they are disadvantaged. Some think because they are Nigeria, they are disadvantaged. Some think because they are in another place, they are You are never disadvantaged. All you have to do is to be conscious of the opportunities that you have around your age. Around you and in you. There is always an opportunity around you. For a particular season. God is not limited in resources. So opportunity is not limited. God is not limited in resources. So opportunity is not limited. Opportunity is always around you. If you are conscious of opportunity you are going to see it. So many people will see opportunity and they will not make use of it. Because they have reviews to open their eyes. Genesis chapter 41, verse 29, verse 33, and verse 35. Verse 29, said, there is going to be several plenteous years." Genesis forty-one twenty-nine. 29. In these seven years of great plenty, we come throughout all the land of Egypt. That was a man that was talking. He said, come on. There is going to be seven years of great plenty. It will move throughout the land. But he said, after the seven years, many will not notice it. That's what Joseph said. Many will have opportunity, but they will never notice it. It is when they are passing through the time of famine that they will notice that, ah! And in those days, Ah! You know, you will now begin to see that you have missed the opportunity. Most time when opportunity around you, you don't notice it. Joseph said, Seven years of great abundance is going to flow through the land, and many will forget they have ever seen it. In fact, there are some people now, I'm telling you. That are going through seven years of great plenty, but they are complaining with other people. And, Come on, because heads, their earth is solid like rock. Connection around them is solid like rock. Opportunity around them is solid like rock. It's like the light of grace is shining on them. In fact, they are raining now, but they don't know. It is when things now become shafered here. They will now notice, ah, the time is hard. We are at their own time, has actually come. It was their season of favor, that's what he said. Look at verse 33 to 35. What Joseph advised in years of plenty the Bible says, He that lives in a is a disgraceful son. Anyone that is passing through opportunity. And he does not take advantage of the opportunity, he is a disgraceful son. That's what the Bible says. Look at what it says. Now, therefore, because of this time, let Pharaoh now select a designing and wise man, set him over the land of Egypt. What will he do? Verse 34 Averse all the opportunity. Let Pharaoh do this, and let him appoint officers over the land to collect 20% of the produce of Egypt. In the seven plentiful years, let them maximize the advantage of the time of opportunity. Let us save in time of opportunity, and let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming, and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh, and let them keep keep food in the city. Verse 36. Look at verse 36. Then that then that food shall be as a reserve for the land. For the seven years of farming we shall be in the land of Egypt, and that the land may not perish during the famine. What makes us stand in difficult times is how we manage opportunity when we have it. That's the thing that sustains us. Life is in circle and in seasons. What is the opportunity that you have in your hand now that you can use to enjoy breakthrough? Is it connection that you have? Is it strength that you have? This strength that you have, Brad Julius was leading us in prayer today. I was saying that we should thank God that we have leg to come to church, despite the rain. And he was recounting the time he was sick, and he said, December was it December? That he secretly desired to be in church, but he could not walk. So he felt like if he was in the prison. But you know, many are not in the prison this morning, and they are not in church. It's not that they are sick, they are not sick. It's just the weather. They are not sick. They are heavy. In fact, they have eaten bread and tea this morning to warm themselves. Yeah, after they eat the bread and tea, I'll go back to the bag, <laughs> but I don't want to go out. And the winnie we take the whole day away. Praise God. He said we should thank God that we have legs to walk. We should thank God that we are heady. Do you know some people don't go to church until maybe they are crippled and they are carrying them to one church or the other. That's why they begin to pray. Yeah, some people. Some people. Some people don't even allow you to pray for them until they are done. They say, I don't need your prayer. But then they are done. They will now call you and say, Pastor, please pray now. Pray. Pray and those are the days I will say the days of opportunity you will not miss it in Jesus name first king chapter 8 I said Elijah was a man of great opportunity in the time of famine God told him you will not suffer he provided bread and cara for him he provided a brook of water for him he was drinking when the brook died up first king chapter 18 Verse 5 to verse 10. God also led him to the widow of Sarapath. That's why the other people are suffering. God gave him opportunity. In this season, God will give you opportunity. To verse 10. Okay? In 1st King chapter 19 again. Verse 13 to 18. King chapter 19. Verse 13 to 18. The Bible says, Elijah was frustrated. He said, I'm the only one that is a Christian everyone is done. Uh, they want to kill me. God, kill me. I'm not better. <laughs> when Elijah heard, he put his coat over his face. 1st King chapter 19 verse what? Verse, okay, let's read from verse 13. Okay, so it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and he said, Elijah, what are you doing here? Let's continue. He was running away from the Lord and he said, I have been very serious for the Lord God of his host. because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant. Turn down your altar and kill your prophet with this word. I alone am left and they seek to take my life. Verse 15 Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus and when you arrive, anoint Asaiah as the king of Syria. Verse 16. Also, you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nemes, as the king of Israel, and Elisha, the son of Saphat, of Abel, Merola. You shall anoint as prophet in your place. Verse 17. And it shall be that whoever escaped the sword of Asael, Jehu will kill. And whoever escaped the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. Verse 18. Verse 18. Yet, I have reserved 7,000 in Israel. All whose knees have not bowed to bar, and every mouth has not kissed him. Okay, let me give you the story about how Elijah enjoyed opportunity, and yet he was bored. He wanted to die. He prayed for God to kill him, despite the opportunity. Remember Elijah in in First King chapter eighteen, verse one. He was one that prophesied that there will be famine. Sorry, First King chapter seventeen. He was the one that prophesied that there would be farming in the land for three years. And there was farming. But God took care of him. 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 1 to 17. God took care of him, was providing for him, helping him. So he announced also there is going to be rain. And when it was raining, he gathered out the prophet of Ba. And he said, if the Lord is God, let us see it. And he prayed. And fire came down from heaven. It was a great opportunity time for him. And he asked them to seize all the prophets of Baal, 400 prophets of Baal and do what? You know the story and do what? And kill them. Then a woman in the palace Jezebel said I will also kill you. A man that had God several times. A man that God has led several times. A man that has been helped by God all the time. The Bible says when he had it, what happened to Elijah? He was afraid and he ran for his life. And he ran and ran and ran until he was tired and he was sleeping. And the angel of the Lord prepared cake for him. He said, take this cake, for the journey is long. He ate the cake again and ran again for another 40 40 days. Drank the water. And after he was running and hiding under the rock, the voice of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here? I'm running for my life, sir. I'm not better than all the prophets. Kill me. Kill me. I pray that your life will be better than the life of your father than the life of your prophet there is a revelation God is showing me here some of you will walk I will be tired I am not better than any other person this nation is killing everybody you are better off Elijah was far far better than all the prophets he was better than his father but he could not see it Because he refuses to believe in himself. When you refuse to believe in yourself, you think you are ordinary, like your father. You are not ordinary. You are unique. You are not an house girl. You are not an house boy. You carry a special anointing. Special grace at work for you. And the Lord said to him, I will show you something. He said, I will pass before you. Great wind. Great fire. The Lord was not there. Then a small voice said, what are you doing here? I'm running for my life, sir. He said, no, you should not run for your life delegate duty because you can't kill all the demon I have given you opportunity anoint this, anoint this anoint that, let them begin to do the work for you and you will be restored God was showing him opportunity that Elijah did not see there are opportunities around you for you to enjoy so that you not kill yourself I pray for you right now, you not die before your time Amen. may the Lord open your eyes to see opportunity around you I know no man like you, but there are some people that love you. There is no job for you, but there is somebody that secretly needs you. That you also need. No man accepts you. I know, but there are some people that accept you. Even with your weaknesses. You must open your eyes to see it. I say Elijah was a man of great opportunity. He had great opportunity, great anointing, great opportunity. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 and 9. I'm not talking about even the death of Elijah. You know it was the chariot of fire that took him to heaven. Great opportunity. He was born with great opportunity. And God gave him great opportunity. You will not miss opportunity in Jesus' name. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 and 9. Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 and 9. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Can you say amen? Are amen. you saying amen very well? Are you saying amen very well? Amen. That you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have abundance. For what? I can't hear you. Say God is able to give me opportunity that we have abundance in all things. Raise your hands to heaven. Say God is able to give me opportunity this season, I will enjoy opportunity. Look at it As it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has what? I can't hear you. Is this in your Bible? Is this in your Bible? He has given to who? His righteousness endured forever. Say, he has given to me. He has dispersed abroad. His faithfulness endures forever. I cannot live in lack. I can never be poor. God has given me opportunity. I will excel. I will live in prosperity. I will enjoy breakthrough. Say amen three times. Amen. 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 I don't want you to have poverty mentality that nobody is for you, nothing is for you, nobody is helping you, nothing is working for you. It's a lie he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. God knows your limitation and he has given you support. God has given things to you. It's you that refuse to see it. You must be conscious of what? Opportunity. You must be conscious of opportunity. In 1st chapter 17 about David again, when he could not wear the king of Saul, what did he do? He took his staff, he took his robber, and pick five smooth stones around them. He did not go anywhere to pick it. He picked five smooth stones around them. And he said, I am going. Pray for me. More than enough. His staff. His physique has not changed. He did not grow taller. His staff. His rubber. And five smooth stones. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 40 to 50. He took the little thing around him and with that little thing, God uses it to fight Goliath. Whatever you have in your hand, may the Lord use it. Raise your hands to heaven. May the Lord give you victory with the opportunity he has given you. May you not suffer lack in Jesus' name. Say amen three times. Number two, breakthrough come when we are conscious of opportunity that God has given to us, never you despise the days of small beginning. When you are conscious of opportunity that God has given to you, always ask yourself, what do I have? How can I use it? Never you waste opportunity. Never you waste time. Never you waste connection. Never you waste opportunity that God has given to you per time. Don't say I'm the only one. Nothing is working. Something is working. I've given you one the spirit of faith number two be conscious of opportunity for you to enjoy breakthrough you must be fast to be conscious of opportunity when God opened door be conscious of opportunity that is opportunity you open your eyes you have been praying for job and the announced job you will check it and prospect it first you have been looking for admission. Whatever you are looking for. Maybe it's being announced somewhere. Or oh, you heard somebody saying it. Like blind Bartimaeus, He heard that Jesus of Nazareth was passing. He could not see Jesus, but he heard. Through the air gate. Luke chapter 10, verse 46 to 50. He heard that Jesus was passing. And started crying. Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. He was fast with it. People discouraged him. But he said, I won't miss this opportunity. It's my moment. And Jesus heard him and stopped. An opportunity came his way. And he enjoyed breakthrough. So don't be somebody that will wait and wait and wait and analyze opportunity until you miss it. People that are very, very careful most time don't take charge of life. You are too careful, you don't take charge. Don't take advantage of opportunity, because you are careful. And people that take charge most time, they take opportunity and they risk things. Because they know great things can happen without opportunity. You will not miss any opportunity again in Jesus' name. You have been too slow on this issue. Take advantage of the opportunity that God has given you now. And he will open greater doors for you. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Number one, the spirit of faith. Number two, be conscious of opportunity. Number three, which is also very important. Fight for breakthrough. I see a lot of people don't know that breakthrough is important. You will need it in future. So fight for breakthrough. Fight for breakthrough. Put it on 1 Samuel chapter 17. Beginning of verse 40. Let's read it. When, when, When David saw that Goliath was cursing him in the name of his God. David also started talking. And when he saw that the man was coming, he also pursued him. Then he took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five small stones from the brook and put them in his shepherd's bag. It was a shepherd. There's nothing to be ashamed of. In the poach which he had, and his sling, his rubber in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. Look at what happened. Verse 41. Verse 41. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David. And the man who bore the sheep went before him continue. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth. I told you he was 17 years old. witty and good looking. Most God-anointed are good looking. This man also was good looking. Praise God. <laughs> Look at what happened. So the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you came to me, you come to me with sticks. And the Philistine cursed David by his God. One of the and the Philistine received inspiration to cause David. So cause David here was not an ordinary word, it was like an incantation. The way they do in film. He received the spirit of Afoshe divination to cause David. I want to say it before it happened. To cause David. And the Philistine said, the Bible did not remove what the Philistines said, though. That's why I say you have to fight for your breakthrough and the philistine said to david come to me and i will give your flesh to the bed of the hair and the beast of the feet somebody said god forbid that was what he said how he caused him and david said to the philistine you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin but i come to you in the name of the lord of hosts the god of the armies of israel whom you have assaulted look listen Poverty can insult you. Sickness can insult you. Anything can try to limit you. Anything that insults you is insulting God. You know, Philemon did not say, ah, did I insult God? He said, you have insulted us, so you have insulted God. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you, and take your head from you. Another one says, and I will hit you hard. And you will fall down. I will hit you hard, and you fall down. And this day I will give the carcass of the camp of the Philistines to the best of the here and the white beast of the heart, that all the heart may know that there is God in Israel. I told you that the man is a man of faith. Then all this assemblage I know that the Lord does not say with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord, and he will give you into our hands. Somebody say, Amen. amen. Say a powerful Amen this is where I'm going so it was when Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried can you see the word hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine this is the opposite thing that the soldiers have been doing you know? anytime that the Philistine appeared and started talking what would the people do in verse 23 they will run away but when the Philistine was cursing David with his incantation with the spirit of divination and he was moving towards David. David ran towards him. If you have a fighting spirit, you will not be running away. <laughs> you cross that. Stop, stop, stop the, start the fight, start the fight. David, what, what surprised me was, David saw him coming, a giant, two people coming against him. One was carrying a sheet, his instrument. He was the one coming tall physically. And he moved towards David. And the Bible says, David ran towards him. He was not running away. What people do in church is that they run away and they are praying? God help me fight that Goliath. But David ran against Goliath towards him. It is what you are willing to pursue that you will conquer. If you are running away from issues, you will not conquer it. You are you too. They fear what people say, what are they doing? How am I feeling? You run towards if you hate poverty, you will fight poverty. You fight poverty, even Jesus. Most times, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, in his lifetime, he was criticized unnecessarily. Most I will say, it will only in Mark chapter 10, verse 142. Jesus visited two sisters, Mary and Martha. One of them was cooking for him, one of them was listening to him. Martha said, Please, sir, the service is too long. And let me tell my other sister. He has been listening. You must go be here. Be, be and they could help me. Let her help me. Do you know, in a way, he was what? Insulting Jesus. The meaning of that is that there is time for everything. There is time to cook. There is time to hear. There is time to pray. He said no. Let Jesus said no. no. Verse 42. Mary has chosen the good part. What is the good part? Listening to me. You choose your part to be cooking. So I can show you so many places where Jesus will do something. Leaders of the church will criticize him. People will criticize him. Sister, in fact, I have had people in this church asking me why would Jesus say that? Is It is not good to cook for Jesus? I said for that time, the most important thing for Jesus is for you to listen to him. That was the most important thing. That's what Jesus considers important. And we don't care about any other thing. Luke chapter 17 again. He entered a church and hid a man. A woman that was bent all over. And he said, there are six days for you to walk. Come on those days and be healed. Jesus said, no, come back. You hypocrite. Publicly was saying to him, don't you have animal that you feed on, on Sunday? Is it wrong for me to heal my own on the Sabbath? And when he said, it, the Bible said, his enemies were disgraced. Jesus was willing to pursue his interest, even in the midst of criticism. What do I say in the church today? Somebody talk against your business, then you fold up. Just fold up. It is not everybody that will appreciate your product. You must be willing to fight for your breakthrough. No matter what you believe in, don't let people talk down it. And don't give in to cheap criticism about what God has given you ability to do. Don't say because of people, I stop. Is that what will be your report when you get to heaven? Because something happened and they say you are not doing it right. You are forgotten that God does not call the qualified. He qualified the call. When God gives you assignment, you stand to defend it. If you don't defend it, it will die. You fight for breakthrough For you have breakthrough. You fight for it. So many of us here are not fighting for breakthrough enough. You open shop, you had just one little problem, and you stop going. Are you stop going. I say, Hello, good morning. Come on, my daughter. Where are you? Are you yourself? He said, I'm not there. I say, why? He said, I don't have good aboard the go huh? I say, but you still have the shop. Is the shop still there? He said, yes. Are you still the owner of the shop? Open the shop. Open the shop. Why should you close the shop? Because you don't have goods there. We do not walk by sight. We walk by faith. You are going to fight for whatever you believe. The man of God did not leave the brook until the brook dry up. If you still have something there, you still go there. You don't say, you don't say, that's the way you fight for breakthrough you don't just give up you don't give up don't give up I say go back and open the shop and stay there and be expecting miracle sing and sit down let people come and say and let the miracle meet you there that's the way men of faith operate you fight for what you believe and when people see your consistency, that whether you have goods or you don't have goods, you are always addicted to what you are selling, the help will come your way, because people are always looking for your interest before money. But what most people want is money before interest. Somebody called me very close to me, family say, uh, uh, "Uncle." I don't like my shop. I don't like the business. In fact, I'm not in this business again. It's frustrating. I said, okay. There's no problem. Pray for your interests. Look for what you want to do and let us know. Two days later, she called back. I need 50000 Help me. I said, for what? To pay for the shop. Ah. I said, this same year I had you two days ago. That you are not interested in the shop again. That even the rent you don't want to pay. Two days later, you need assistance. Me, I'm not a stupid man. I will not put money what you are not interested in. It would have been better if you did not call me the first time. Sorry, I'm not going to help you. If you say you don't have interest in something and I will fund it, God forbid. I won't pay for that job. I will not. I will not. You have to fight for what you believe, irrespective of what you are going through. And the fighting will begin from you first. The fighting will begin from you. I love this thing. We succeed. In. We have to see a fighting spirit in you before you enjoy support. Know that you that we are helping, you move away. Everybody is helping you, but you are not helping yourself. Have you forgotten the proverb of our head? They say, You have to see a fighting spirit in you for success a fighting spirit. Because what you don't fight for, you do not deserve. What you don't fight for, you don't deserve. You have to fight for it. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 6. The Bible says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord and said to himself, should I pursue this troop? When an enemy is trying to carry away your breakthrough, you pursue Will I recover all? He said, I'm going to pursue. He said, pursue. Without faith, you will recover all. And David pursued. You too, you are going to pursue it is what you are willing to pursue that you actually possess in life. Prosperity is poverty. is breakthrough in life. Pursue it, and you will get it. If other people are successful, you too will be successful. There are so many people that have a worse story than you. Ah, hey, you are been a slave boy, hey, an house boy. No, but answer so what? And so, so many people are hated. Look, I imagine when Jesus was growing up, he was treated as bastard. You know, this man has no father. His mother said, "The Holy Ghost regenerating him." Ah, Jesus is coming. Jesus, the bastard. Yet the whole world is worshiping Jesus now. The boys, they talk against him. Even to today, some Pharisees do not believe him. But that does not remove anything from the glory of Jesus. You have to pursue what you consider at breakthrough. It does not matter how comfortable you are where you are. If you know there's a breakthrough ahead, don't give up. Matthew chapter fourteen, verse twenty-nine. Jesus, uh, Peter said to Jesus, "If you are the one, bid me to come, and I will come. I will try new things." And what, what happened? Matthew fourteen twenty-nine. The Bible says Jesus said to Peter, "Come," and Peter started walking on water. Matthew fourteen twenty-nine. He started walking on. So Peter got down out of the boat. He walked on the water, and he came towards Jesus. He walked on water. That's a verse on itself. He tried to walk on water. Oh, they said, but he started sinking. But nobody ever tried what he tried. Nobody ever tried it. Some people never try to walk on water. Apart from Jesus in history, he said, he's the only human being that ever walked on water. And, but if not that the Lord helped he will have seen, but he walked on water. He has achieved something. Because he was willing to pursue. What he has never done before. You are looking for breakthrough. What is the thing that you are willing to pursue? People have said that in Nigeria it is difficult to save. You say For me, I will save. I will not work for nothing. I won't work for that five years and they will say, what have you worked for? For me. In a banjo, I will do something. You make up your mind. People complain most times that there is no money from you i've made up my mind i will not complain of lack and it does not matter what people are saying what actually matters is what you are willing to use your lifetime to pursue if you know breakthrough is important and you can't as priority and say look i'm going to enjoy breakthrough i'm not going to be a beggar you are not going to be a beggar because most time the word always gives room to a man of purpose if you know where you are going they will give you space the only person that is confused and people block are people that do not know where they are going i've said it before imagine yourself in a stadium filled with f- football fans everywhere is blocked i say hey joe i will not block you 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 know what they will do they will be giving you space because you are the one saying you know where you are going. You know, please, please, I won't, I, won't, I won't disturb you. I'm just going. I'm just going. I'm just going. They give room to a man that is on a mission. The world will always give room to you when they know you are pursuing something. It is when you are stationary and you don't know where you are going that people crowd around you and stop you. Nobody is blocking your progress. It is your willingness to pursue success that determine how far you go in life. It's your willingness to pursue success. Nobody is blocking you. Nobody is stopping your breakthrough. I must break through in this area. I must breakthrough in this area. I said it before. I learned from an old woman in my home fellowship there in Odigo. She used to sing. used to sing. Bami Mukuro, Jesu O Lododo, Bami Mukuro, Jesus Bami Mukuro. Anytime there's a special number, that's his Asango. Unyonye maji. So one day they ask, I was young, oh, but God gave me wisdom and inspiration. They ask, Ah, eh, ah. you say no, unyonye maji, ba, I say, I draw me la rata They say, What is it? He said, Grizzly. I'moyin people. I won't go to pay that grizzly for me and give me my own house she used to trade in nobi kola not they would they keep it in those days with one leaf and resell it out. in my own Kuru Kuru, as young as i was she entered a breakthrough she paid all her debts and she built an own house before she died i can still remember her feeling but i also remember her song it is what you are willing to pursue in life that will determine your breakthrough. Stand on your feet. I don't know what you want to pray to God about this morning. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I convert the spirit of faith. The spirit that will not get tired. The spirit that will not give up. The spirit that will move forward. No matter what is happening. I convert earnestly this morning the spirit of faith to achieve results, even an economy that is bad. lord I receive grace for breakthrough. Do you still have the spirit of faith inside you? Lord, I convert earnestly the gift of faith and the spirit of faith, the spirit that will not be discouraged, no matter what will be your background, no matter what will be your struggle. I receive grace to move forward at all times. I convert earnestly the gift of faith. I convert earnestly the gift of faith. I will never be tired of following God. I will never be tired of doing God's work. I will never be tired of being effective in his house. I will never give up on God because I know he won't give up on me. I receive the gift of faith to march forward at all times no matter what people say no matter how they discourage me nobody can pull me down. Go ahead and speak to yourself. So, it is not your background that matters; it is the spirit that you carry that determine your attitude. The spirit of faith will always magnetize right people around you. I receive the gift of faith the gift of faith the spirit of faith that will guarantee my breakthrough, that will make impossible, impossible. I receive the gift of faith in my heart, right now, in the name of Jesus. Some people will not like you, but that does not matter. The spirit of a man will sustain him in his infirmity. The spirit of faith will sustain me. It will sustain me in the mighty name of Jesus. It will sustain me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have pray. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I will never be discouraged about my products and about my life. I will always march forward and I will obtain results. Go ahead and talk to God this morning. Nobody is qualified to discourage me, nobody can talk me down. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Open your mouth and say it. I am marching forward i believe in my products i believe in my future i am moving forward i am unstoppable in the mighty name of jesus nobody can stop me i receive the spirit of faith the spirit that will not give up in the mighty name of jesus no situation will discourage me i am marching higher i am going higher in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayer Please raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, please open my eyes to see opportunities that you have placed around me. In the mighty name of Jesus. There's an opportunity for your time. There's what we call grace factor. Lord, open my eyes to see the opportunity that you have placed for my lifting. The opportunity you have placed for my lifting. I don't know whether you need God to open your eyes this morning. I want to see the opportunity. The opportunity of the word. The opportunity of revelation. The opportunity of connection. The opportunity of help. The opportunity of delegation. The opportunity of assistance. The opportunity of support. Lord, open my eyes to see the opportunity. All of you must pray it. I want to be conscious of opportunity. Whether you may not appreciate opportunity. I want to see opportunity. Lord, open my eyes to see my Elijah open my eyes to see my jehu open my eyes to see people you have placed around me for my support help me to sit lord lord open my eyes i know i'm not alone i can never be alone the opportunities around me lord help me to see the opportunity of people open your mouth and pray i want to be conscious of divine opportunities For my liftings, Lord, open my eyes to see my opportunity. I don't want to miss my opportunity. Lord, open my eyes to see my opportunity. Lord, open my go ahead and pray. I don't want to miss opportunity. Every opportunity in my office, every opportunity in the church, I will not mess up with it. I will not waste it. I receive grace to enjoy my opportunities in the name of Jesus. Lord, I will not mess up with opportunity in Jesus name we have prayer. Open your eyes. Do you know that we we'll come like this? Shake our hands and after some years remember ah and there's somebody that used to be in church in those days oh hey <coughs> <coughs> there is sorrow and I need something from him how will I say it now? You know when you are close to somebody there are some assistance you get easily when you look at somebody and you walk away <laughs> and you don't take advantage of the opportunity you miss because the opportunity around you my guardian that took me to ibadan last week is it last week or last weeks he died the man died was 77 that died and my sister called me and said have you seen the Kahit Fellowship WhatsApp group? I said, no, I don't even check it. He said, check it now. That man is dead now. I said, oh, he's dead. I said, wow. This is the time that they will call me. He said, oh, you have to come to Ibadan. I said, it's true. I And that's what I said. So I wanted to go on Monday. I could not go. Something happened. On Tuesday, on Thursday, I was returning. Friday morning, the one picked up phone and called me. My son, where are you? Do you not know, hear that your father is dead? I say I hear. He said, Wherever you are, come now. I say I'm on my way. I dropped what I was doing and I drove down to Ibadan. And when she, saw me, she said, I said, I'm going to go to the church. I said, I'm going to go to the Ah." But by this time, I double, double, you And I never thought. I just said, "I must call you this morning," and you all came as if you are anybody. I said, "When you call me, I must come. I have to give honor to woman who is due. I have to suspend everything I was doing." But you know, when they say he was dead, nobody called me. No, no, she didn't call. I said, Okay, I will come. I, will go. I wanted to go on Saturday, but when she called, I need you now. I have to run there. As he said, Sit down. Oh, I said, Me many choice. Many choice. I said, This is the money I brought for you. She said, I said, Yes, it's and as we were going, my sister was calling them. And in the car, they started telling me, You do this. And I was transferring money. And before I landed, she has called my wife to thank my wife. They start calling around. He said, And I never call you all this why. That's our opportunities. You may just think that nobody likes you. But there is somebody that needs you. There's somebody that is waiting for your call. I don't want somebody. Somebody is losing. Somebody is losing. If you see there is something for you to pursue, there's an opportunity. You pursue it. The worst you can hear is no. But let me tell you something. Rejection, rejection is not as important as your goal and dream rejection rejection is small compared to where you are going let them reject me but i know i'm going somewhere the worst you can do to me is to say no but my dream and my goal they are still with me you can't take my dream and my goal with me so is what i want to be i want to have a goal ambition dream irrespective of what people say to you you know what you want to get let them say no but you are pursuing something and sometimes they don't even say no they say yes so you have two things you still have your dream and you still have positive answers Never you give up and say there is no opportunity for you. There is always an opportunity around and there is no harm in trying. There is no harm in trying. Do you think she will call me and I will tell her that I'm busy. Ah, God forbid. If I hit your water, I must pay back. I must pay. Ah my sister told me say, ah, this is Grace now. This is Grace. You know So I put that gift. Ah, And she met someone put, somebody very active, very lanky, very intelligent, very hardworking. Ten times better than me. When they are saying somebody is better, stature, look, he weigh everything. I say, where is he? They say he's dead. What happened? He was sick and died. And she told me, there are people around her she cannot call. She had time for one. She had nothing for one. She Ma nothing for or if you are in a position, you have lived as an boy with somebody and they still call you. You should know his grace. She now sent a text message to me and said, I know you are like my firstborn. I said, hey, I'm egg Egban. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I it can be Egban. Please call them and tell them the plan. Here. I said, hey, me! God has promoted me. And now I'm an announce boy. And I was not asking all those who that called me nanny. Nanny in those days. Because there's a name, part of my name that is called Delani. There's a woman that used to call you. Nani call me nanny. Nanny, you can't tell Delany. I said, where is the woman? I said, oh, she's dead. This one, is dead. dead. He's dead. He's dead. Pursue your dream and your goal no matter what people feel around you, in future your dream and your goal will speak for you raise your hands forever again, say father I don't want to miss any opportunity help me to see opportunities around me people you have placed in my life to bless me, to support me, lord I don't want to miss any opportunity any opportunity that you have given to me, I don't want to miss it don't let unbeliever be wiser than you. Lord, open my eyes to see my opportunity, to see the privileges that you have given me, to see the grace factor. Lord, open my eyes to see it. To see it, Lord. Help me to see it. Help me to see opportunity that you have given to me. Lord, help me. I want to see opportunity. Help me, Lord, to see opportunity. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Lord, help me to see opportunity. I don't care where your opportunity is It might be with an office assistant. It might be with your friend. It might be with a member of the church. It can be around anybody. Lord, help me to see opportunity. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. You are going to make a pledge to them. Say, Father, no matter what happens, I will pursue my breakthrough. I will not be distracted with what people say. But what people have done to me i will pursue my breakthrough in the mighty go ahead and pray for yourself. i will not be distracted in life i will pursue what god has in mind for me i will not be limited by my background or by what people say in the name of jesus i receive grace to pursue to pursue i recover all I receive grace to pursue. You must pursue something that God is placing ahead of you. It is not your background that matters. It's what you are pursuing. I will not let rejection affect me. I will pursue what God has placed ahead of me. I'm going to pursue the mark of my eye calling. I'm going to pursue. In the name of Jesus, I will fight for my breakthrough. I will pursue. I will not give up. Open your mouth and talk and say, Lord, I receive grace to pursue. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Please close your eyes, everybody. If you have not given your life to Jesus, the first person to pursue for your breakthrough is Jesus Christ. Without Jesus, you are empty. That is Jesus that gives all connection to man. He makes Mr. Nobody somebody. Because with the help of Jesus, you win all your battles. If you are here this Sunday and you want to say, Lord, I give my life to you for you to connect me and to help me, raise your hand up to heaven. Raise it to heaven. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I will not miss my opportunity. This is an opportunity for repentance. Lord, forgive me my sin and write my name in the book of life. I will live for you forever in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Put that upon your head and say with me. I am born again. I have Jesus. And Jesus will help me through in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that prayer. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Everybody, raise your hands to heaven. May the Lord give you breakthrough. May your labor not be in vain. May your prayer be answered. As you are pursuing, may the Lord help you to recover all. In your midst, nothing will be lost. Nothing will be lost. The Lord will protect you and give you testimony. The anointing for breakthrough is on you. The Lord will break every bar of iron that against you in the name of Jesus. He will give you hidden treasure and riches of secret places in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed. You are happy shouts, the loudest hallelujah!